Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me with another edition of Seeking Synergy with Rosemary Bova. This edition will be a bit different in that um, I'm not interviewing uh, a person today, but rather I'd like to share some of my observations and particularly some comments um, that I heard this morning at the Fast Company Innovation 2023 conference that's being held at Convene in downtown Manhattan in New York City. And I don't usually go to these conferences, but I received an invitation last week and decided uh, I can always use an infusion of inspiration and innovation. I find it really revitalizes my thinking and my energy. So um, I decided to go and I left Brooklyn, New York at 7.30 this morning and took the subway. It took about an hour for me to get there. I was really pleasantly surprised. I have to say uh, kudos to Fast Company because they were outstanding in their customer service and in their just welcoming feeling for all of the participants, and I believe how they handled the guest speakers, and there were quite a lot of them. It seemed to me it was somewhat like a bit of a, a TED event in that the interviews were short. They were, um, you know, maybe anywhere from 15 minutes to 25 or 30. And then, you know, you had a, a little bit of a respite and then, you know, another interview started. It, it was really very interesting to me uh, because I'd never been to a, a, fa a fast company session such like this. Before I get into the substance of the program, uh, one of the things that I'd like to mention is that um, in between sessions, they have, um, I believe this woman probably works for Fast Company. She does uh, stretching and breathing exercises to basically change the physiology that you're experiencing. So they want to keep people at their peak learning. She came on at least two or three times during the day to um, help people or to provide people with some breathing techniques. Uh, one of which I had never seen before, which was really wonderful. The way you do it is that you raise your arms and then you pull them down on the exhalation very quickly. So you breathe in, raising your arms, and then breathe out quickly and uh, and bring down your arms. And you do that about 10 times. And I must say, we did that after lunch. And I must say that that actually re-energized uh, most of the people that were in the room. Now, I'm sure that there were many other things that were going on throughout the day and different kind of uh, meetings that people were attending and presentations. I found uh, the time that I spent at this conference really very informative. About a year ago, when uh, the uh, then owners of Patagonia Company, the uh, prestigious uh, outerwear 
clothing company that was in the newspaper had had uh, transferred their ownership into an irrevocable trust. Um, this was uh, really quite fascinating. Um, the, the then founder and CEO, Yvonne, had uh, always been considered a bit quirky, but he was passionate about wanting to make profit, wanting to be profitable, but also wanting to add value to the society and his employees and create products that really, you know, lasted and were high quality. And he did all of that. And um, he and his wife had two, uh, have two adult children. And about a year ago, they put this business, their business into an irrevocable trust. Uh, and the, the trust would assure that the business itself would um, continue the values that the family uh, had had espoused over the years. So when I uh, got this invitation and saw that the current CEO of Patagonia, Ryan Gellert, uh, who had been with the company for, I believe, about nine or 10 years, uh, was going to be speaking, I was very, very curious. And I wanted to hear what was happening, what had happened. You know, Patagonia is um, about 50 years old now. And they felt, the uh, uh, Yvonne uh, and his wife felt that, that, that they wanted the company to continue, to continue to grow, continue to add value, uh, continue to focus on, on sustainability and and focus on um, really giving back to its its employees, but also to the society uh, as a whole. And one of the things that Ryan Gallert said is that you know when you when you're at the helm, uh, I mean you really don't want to mess up, particularly uh, to be totally honest. But you um, you really want to make sure that things are going in the right direction. And he talked about you just feel it. It's it was kind of interesting to me that he used that terminology that you just feel it. It's almost like a uh, an energy. And he was saying that they've always been purposeful, but that now there is a new value that has been added to their uh their sense of purpose and and that has to do with uh codifying of uh, the new value about justice in the world and i i just found that so profound i i just think there are so few companies around that actually have a sense of valuing justice, not only justice in terms of how you might uh, manage your people, but justice in the sense of what is going on in and around the uh, manufacturing centers or marketing centers that the company works in. So I felt, and I, and I really feel very strongly that I wanted all of you to hear from me 
that that Patagonia has this new uh, value uh, that they want to make sure that is addressed and addressed in a sense uh, consciously, uh, publicly. It's it's quite fascinating to me. I I think this is a, a wonderful new step. Now, the yeah, the jury is out. No one knows. Uh, it's only been a year. Ryan Gellert uh, also said that he said, you know, it's it's new. We're we're learning as we go. Um, but the family, uh, and one of the things I thought was really so telling when this happened a year ago is that they paid all their taxes. They didn't try to get away with not paying taxes like so many corporations try to get away with and do get away with paying corporate taxes. Uh, you know, I think if corporations would pay the taxes that they owe, that we wouldn't be in this kind of um, place that we're in right now. There wouldn't be this this um, terrible polarization, uh, employer, you know, employer and employee angst. Uh, one of the things that they were that uh, Ryan was speaking about is that they have begun to partner. Uh, they they they're looking globally, and they have identified that these areas where there is extensive fishing and there's fishing nets, and a lot of it has to do with indigenous people uh, using these nets and, and the fishing nets after they're, uh, after they're used, after they collect the fish, um, they, they kind of either go out into a, a landfill or they go out into the ocean and it becomes waste. They, they just, they just don't, uh, disintegrate. Uh, and one of the things that he talked about that is being done now is that they are being turned in originally into skateboards and it's not it's not so much he was saying it's not so much that the world needs more skateboards but by by turning them into skateboards and having researchers work on on what can be done with these fishing nets they've actually turned them into components of fabric and now some of the, I believe it is the hats that Patagonia is making, the insides of the hats, the, the internal rims or something that they are making with these uh, repurposed fishing nets. I, I think things like this are really quite fascinating. And I want to say that um, Brendan Vaughan, who is the editor-in-chief of uh, Fast Company was really outstanding in how he was uh, interviewing uh, Ryan Gallert. Uh, I just found this extremely energizing, and I think it's a company to look at to see how they are progressing, and um, to see that companies can be quite profitable. And also, at the same time, be adding value to our society. I'd love to hear what you think about this. So get in touch with me. You can um, write me at info at Bova Enterprises 
or you can call my landline, which is 212-685-0870. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this and um, continue the conversation. Thanks and have a great week. Bye.